Shock Monkey Radio is entertainment for adults, by adults, and the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect upon FXBG Public Radio or its sponsors. For additional information, please refer to the United States Bill of Rights. Stand warned. Hello and welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. I'm alone in the studio tonight. So, yeah, Nick's, Nick as always, well, not as always, usually his car works, but today it didn't work. So, uh, hopefully he can get a ride over here before his show below the deck coming on tonight here on FXBG Public Radio at 7.30. So we'll see how that goes. And unfortunately, for those of you watching, you're, you only get my face to look at. So I'm very, very sorry about that. Um, yeah, before we, before we get into it, I want to show you, show you this, uh, if, you, if, uh, you're, if you're watching. But um, <clears throat> if you can, you know, uh, maybe later I'll post a clip of this up on uh, YouTube. We'll see how the video works today. As, as you know, we've been having problems with the video. But uh, if you can see here behind me, we have the Shock Monkey Radio T-shirt, um, and this is this is a T-shirt I gave to uh, the Hill Hippie uh, when he was on my show, um, and he went and tie dyed it, and it, it turned out pretty nice. It looks pretty cool. So uh, yeah, it was like uh, it's the last conversation I had with him when he showed me this shirt. It's uh. So we're going to keep that around here. Um, g- good news is an update on that situation when it comes to Hill Hippie. Devin, who, as you know, was uh, taken from us uh, by a hit-and-run driver. Uh, an arrest has been made. There's an ongoing investigation. And um, and as soon as we know more, because, you know, it's an ongoing investigation, it's uh, a lot of legal things going on with various lawyerings and bird law or whatever whatever they do. And so when, <clears throat> when we get more information on that, but for, for now we think – uh, we think we may have uh, got the guy on something. Uh, legal proceedings are proceeding. Hmm. Just wanted to keep you updated on that. We also want to let you know um, we got our Christmas party coming up. It's November. It's the middle of November. It's been damn cold. Uh, but on December 14th, we are having um, our FXBG Public Radio uh, Christmas party festival thingy. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have, like, a band there. Brass Company is going to be there. Uh, we're going to have a DJ. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. It's supposed to be at Spencer Devins on December 14th. Um, I'm not sure about the time. I, I should have asked CK that earlier. I, was, I found out what time they wanted the band to show up, but not to, not when we're actually starting. So, uh, yeah, we'll as we get closer and closer towards our uh Christmas party, we'll definitely be getting you more details. We're going to be having uh, uh, some images, some flyers to put out and stuff like that for our Christmas party. So we'll, we'll keep you updated. Mm. Damn, been a while since I've done a whole hour by myself. So let's get it on. Yeah, so um, it was pretty cold this weekend. It's cold tonight. I broke out my thermal underwear uh, this weekend. I don't know about you because I foul weather gear. Oh, man, it's like the Navy taught me really good about, like, how to deal with cold weather. And I'll be honest with you, it's like they had some really nice coats that they give you in the Navy. Um, I'm sure even you guys, like our Army and Marine Corps, I'm sure you got some, like, you got the boots at home that you, <laughs> that you know are the, good, the best boots because, boy, those Marines and Army guys, they cover a lot of ground on their feet. And so when a guy who's been in the uh, Army or Marine Corps says these are good boots, those are good boots. Uh, it's the same with the Navy. I mean, we got the pea coat and we got the uh, rain coat. Those are nice coats. I mean, I'll I'll probably break out the pea coat later on uh, later on this winter, just because it it looks sharp. You know, <laughs> pea coats look sharp. 
Yeah, it's been cold this weekend. What do you think, Nick? Oh, he's not here. I keep forgetting. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it was a Veterans Day weekend, which explains why my paycheck didn't come, in, come yet. So uh, everyone's got to have a day off, or some people have a day off. Apparently, like, some schools uh, had, had class and other schools did not, depending on the that stuff's weird, man. I mean, I can understand, like, a debate about uh, Columbus Day. Um, and uh, eh, do we really need to have a day off because, you know, some Italian in a boat discovered this continent? I don't know. New World's pretty awesome, though. I will say that. Um, whatever. Uh, I mean, there's a lot, of, a lot of stuff that happened here, but, you know, we turned out okay. I think it was pretty, pretty good. That they discovered this. Because they were going to discover it eventually. Somebody else had apparently had discovered it. There were people living there. Do you know that? <laughs> I'm messing with you. Of course you knew that. Uh, yeah, so uh, a story popped into my head over this Veterans Day. And it reminded me of something that happened uh, when I was in, in the Navy. I don't know if I've ever told this story before because I think it's pretty hilarious. And I, I may have told it back in our Mixler days. I don't know. Um, but I'm going to tell you the story about the bosun's mates and the davit and the nylon rope. Um, now we were underway. We were out to sea on, on my ship and pretty much every, every ship in the Navy has a, has davits and the davits swing out for small boats. The, the little like metal things that can swing a boat out over the water and lower it and so forth. So you can go out in small boats. Um, and we had, uh, like, I think like four davit positions or two davit positions. I can't remember. And, uh, uh, one of them only, we only, there was only one small boat and the other one was like an empty davit. And so we were underway in one evening, these bosun's mates got this bright idea, um, to make, they wanted to like water ski on the water. Now they swung out a davit. Um, they made a, um, a little, using their bosun's mate knot tying skills, they made a little harness so somebody could stick their butt in it. And they made this with nylon rope. All right? Nylon rope. We called it line. Nylon line. Uh, <clears throat> and so they hung this little harness from the davit. It had somebody sit in the little harness and lowered them slowly so that their feet are like skidding along the water. <laughs> it sounds like a fun idea. I can understand the impulse to want to try to do something like that, but you're using nylon rope and you're bosun's mates. You know, I was a radioman. I know that nylon rope, I mean, all rope when it gets wet stretches, but nylon rope when it gets wet stretches a lot. So what do you think happened? This bosun's mate sitting there skidding on the water. Next thing you know, Water's getting sprayed up, catching the nylon. Nylon starts stretching out, and he starts dropping out into the water, and it's getting dragged behind my ship. I don't know, like 20 knots. I don't know, just in the water, holding on for dear life, being dragged by the ship. People had to run around looking for the officer of the deck. They got, you know, people are like, well, what do you do? What do you do when something like that happens? It's like, you get like eight people to pull them in. You know, <laughs> it's real simple. Um, but I thought that was just, it was funny cause you know, I was, I was a radioman, you know, and I know that about nylon rope and you, I, even if you used, uh, you know, the regular hemp rope or is it hemp? I think it's hemp, hemp rope and, uh, hemp line. Yeah. I think if, even if they use that, it eventually would have stretched down a little bit 
you know, not necessarily being dragged behind you, but if you're using nylon rope to do something like that, you are, whew, you should know better. You know, a radioman shouldn't know more about bosun's mates than bosun's mates. That's, I can't, I can't tie those knots. Some of those knots those bosun's mates know how to tie. Like a monkey fist, can't do it. Can't do it. No idea how to do it. These guys would do it like in their, on their own. Yeah, uh, just sitting around jaw jacking and it's just making monkey face like it's nothing. Oh man, yeah. So that was that was a, a funny Navy story. I like telling those because you know pretty much anyone who served in the military has tons of s- stories about dumb dumbasses that they served with and things that they do. Um, you know, um, I guess I was lucky because I was in the Navy and I don't have any horror stories like some veterans do. I don't, I don't even like being called a veteran because, um, you know, helping, helping admirals and captains learn how to use PowerPoint wasn't exactly defending, my, defending the nation, you know what I mean? People will say, you know, yeah, you served, and it's like, thank you for your service. And I, I'll say, in response, I'll say, you know, thanks for letting me represent you because that's how I feel is like uh, you could have done better than me, American people, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, my enthusiasm of being in the Navy. Um, but I don't like being called a veteran because even though I was technically in during wartime and, uh, because I was supposed to get out of the Navy on September 11th, 2001. And I, I don't know if I would have been a veteran if I'd left like on the 10th, but because, um, after the September 11th attacks, um, they were doing a stop loss in the Navy, all, all armed forces. They, they wanted to stop loss, everybody getting out. And eventually they uh, rescinded that, and I was able to get out. Uh, and believe me, people gave me heat over that. They're like, uh, our country got attacked, and you want to leave the Navy? And it was like, it hasn't, one has nothing to do with the other. The paperwork was filled out the night before. I had terminal leave saved up. One had nothing to do with the other. Besides, I mean, even if I had re-enlisted, I would have probably uh, been fixing PowerPoint on a different ship. Not exactly a warfighter, my job in the Navy. So that's why I don't like being considered a veteran. You may say thank you for your service, but, you know, I had it pretty pretty cushy. You know, I've, I have friends who are veterans who actually went and fought war, put lead on target. And uh, those are my heroes. You know, when I think Captain America, I think of some of, you know, I have a really good friend who served in Iraq and, I wish I can get him to write a story, write write his experiences down because I think veterans who've who've lived in that they need to write their stories down and they need to their their stories need to be told. They need to be told, but you know he doesn't want to talk about it, and I understand. I really do because it's heavy. It's heavy stuff, you know. It's heavy stuff, and I'm sure you, if you know anything about the true nature of combat and or anybody who's been been in that kind of thing, you know it's it's horrid. It's absolutely horrid. I think that goes without saying. So Nick, he's single. All oh, right, he's not here. Okay. So I'm I'm just gonna skip that part. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm single. I'm the madman, and I'm single. Um, and dating is hard enough. You know, it's 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 really hard. It was even hard before uh, online dating. And I think it just got worse with online dating. Really, it's just. Um, but here's the thing, there's, um, there's tons of different women, tons of women out there, 
There's lots of fish in the sea. But most of them don't know how horrible they are. And I think that that's, it's arrogant on their part to, for them to be thinking that um, they deserve. <laughs> you should see like some of these, some of these profiles you see, see on Tinder. I mean, I use Bumble Tinder and what's the other one? Um, Hinge. And uh, some of these expectations of these women are just ridiculous. Um, but I was just, I was just, uh, I was listening to some music and flipping through, uh, you know, Tinder profiles and stuff like that. And I came up with a list, a small list of five women you should uh, try to avoid. Um, yeah, so I was listening to music and I typed up this list of types of women you should try to avoid. Um, if she's just 17, you know what I mean. And if the way she looks is way beyond compare, avoid that kind of woman. Um, two, uh, if she dashes by and painted on jeans and all head, all heads turn because she is the dream and she gives her name and number out in a blink of an eye, avoid that kind of woman. Um, three, if she's wearing apple bottom jeans and the boots with the fur and she likes the whole club looking at her, avoid that kind of woman. Also, women with baggy sweatpants and the Reeboks with the straps and she likes to give her big booty a slap, avoid that kind of woman. And five, if she's got a dress so scandalous and she's got dumps like a truck, thighs like what, avoid that type of woman. They're living la vida loca. The point is, is that, you know, the world is filled with women like that. Attention whores. And I don't mean whore in the fact that, you, you know, you're a loose woman or anything like that. It's just you're a whore for attention. And that's, uh, and, you know, people, I don't know, people just they are crazy about attention. You know, I'm, I'm sitting here with a camera in my face and I can't stand it. You know, I watch these videos. I edit these videos. I know what I look like. But you don't see me out there with a whole list of demands. I demand, I demand my partner is this, 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 and this. So, you know, avoid, avoid those types of women. Also, avoid any woman that says something like Trump supporters swipe left. Uh, all right, darling. I mean, I'm not the one with a ticking biological clock. You know, you want to exclude 50% of the population, at least 50% of the population of your potential mates over that. I mean, I don't really understand these liberal chicks. They think they're going to lock up their vaginas to conservatives and then the conservatives will die. No, you're going to die because you, because you can't find a real man. And they're all looking for a real man. I'm, I'm trying to find a real man who doesn't like Trump and supports my L, the LGBT community. I mean, <laughs> seriously, these are in their profiles. These are in their profiles. It's like, you could, I haven't even, we haven't even gone on a first date and you're bringing up politics. That's not how to date. Okay, I don't know about you, but uh, when I go out on a date, I'm not talking about politics. I'm talking about her. What? Because women are egotistical and they, they only think about themselves. So you talk about them, and they think, "Oh, he must really be a good person because he cares so much about me." I'm just telling. I'm just telling it like it is. That's how it is. Yeah. So um, I don't understand women who do that. Like Trump supporters swipe left. It's like. Your loss. I guess you're not interested in intelligent men. And from all these kids, these younger generations, it really seems like they've been breeding with betas, don't they? It seems like they got a whole generation of betas coming around. And boy, 
you know, it's, it's funny to hear a woman talk about what a real man is. It's like, like they know anything about it. Um, yeah, I also, um, yeah. I also see like a fat girl say something like, um, no smokers, please. I don't like people who are slowly killing themselves. And I'm just like, uh, okay, you're slowly killing yourself. I mean, I know I'm not, you know, I don't have like six pack abs or anything like that, but I mean, at least I'm man shaped and I think women should say, should be woman shaped. I mean, but I would be a dick if I said no fatties in my profile, right? <laughs> I would be the dick. But, you know, it's okay to say, you know, no Trump supporters. It's okay to say no smokers, I guess. I mean, if you're not a smoker, I understand. I mean, um, there's tons of hot women I've seen that have, like, uh, no smokers, please. And I, I can respect that. I can respect that. It's just, uh, it's frustrating because I'm not going to quit. Yeah. Um, yeah, dating's tough enough out there. There's no need to get in, to overcomplicate things by having, like, the first like your first impression of somebody on a Tinder profile is Trump supporters swipe left. <laughs> it's like, I don't know you that well. I just, I don't get it. And then there's like, there's ones that like, uh, it's like, I want to, I'm not, I'm not looking for hookups. And then they'll have like a, a picture of their butt, you know, and their, or their tits out and stuff like that. And they're just, I'm looking for a real connection. I guess you are. I mean, sex sells, I get it, but I mean, I, th I think you're sending mixed messages, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, tell me the screensaver just, okay, thank God. It was just a screensaver, I thought the video software crashed again. Fingers crossed. Yeah, so um, I don't really get it. Don't really get it. So let's move on. Let's move on to Kanye the Christian. Now, this is something I, uh, I, I was hoping to get to next week, but I ran out of time with uh, my ranting. It happens. It happens. So, um, yeah, I don't know any, much about Kanye's music. I don't really listen to it or anything like that. But um, there's been a lot of talk about, like, since Obama called him a jackass, uh, which he's probably not wrong. Obama probably wasn't wrong by calling uh, Kanye a jackass. Um, um, so but I don't know about his, this new album, Jesus is King album. And apparently he's doing a lot of uh, Christian-type things. Did I read somewhere that Justin Bieber's also a Christian now? I think I may have read that somewhere or had a dream about it. Because, you know, you have dreams about going to church with Justin Bieber, right? Everyone has those kind of dreams, right? Sure. So uh, Kanye, yeah, is turning Christian and stuff. And he's very vocal and loud because he has, the, I guess, the platform to do it. Um, you know, me with my 63 subscribers on, on uh, or is it 62 now? Yeah, somebody, yeah, somebody unsubscribed. Yeah, like two weeks ago. Um, me and my 62 subscribers, we don't have the kind of platform that Kanye West has in order to send out a message. And um, if, you know, as a Christian, I am a Christian, um, I'm not talking out here every day on my platform my uh, podcast, you know, saying, hey, you know, you should go get saved and stuff like that, and y'all need Jesus and stuff like that. Every, every now and then I'll say y'all need Jesus, because <clears throat> you do. And, uh, but I'm not out there spitting it out every day, and the reason I think that is is because I was, uh, I became a Christian when I was a tween, okay, and I'd grown up in church, in, in, in the church, and so, um, 
I've been a Christian for a while since that's 12 plus 7, 7 is 89, 1989, I believe I was saved. And so uh, um, after a few years, um, you become older, you become like adult age, and then you find people who come to the faith at an older age than I did. They come to Christianity and they're in, like in their twenties or something like that. Like Justin Bieber, did he turn Christian or not? I can't remember. I'm not, I don't can't really look it up. I got to keep my notes here in front of me, and I'm the only one in here. Hey, pull that shit up, Jamie. This isn't Joe Rogan's podcast. Damn it. Anyway, when older people come uh, uh, come to the faith, they they usually come with a lot more zeal. <clears throat> Not that I'm saying that um, uh, a 12-year-old me wasn't uh, uh, excited about the faith and stuff like that. I was real excited about being a Christian all through high school and uh, doing like, I liked world changers. It was like building houses for poor people and stuff like that. I thought it was like what churches should do. And so, um, but you'd have these people who convert, come over and become a Christian, like, and they're just so damn excited. And this is what I think that Kanye's doing. He's just so damn excited about uh, being red-pilled and uh, uh, t- taking a right turn and seeing how, uh, like, seriously, it's like Kanye West, uh, even before, like, uh, coming out as Christian and all, I think, or it was about the same time, he came out, uh, came out as very conservative, you know, supporting Donald Trump and so forth, wearing MAGA hats and so forth, pissing off a bunch of people, saying that, you know, black people are being fooled by uh, the Democratic Party. And uh, I can't say he's wrong about a lot of that. I mean, he's very—he's a very eccentric guy, that's for sure. And um, and he's—you know—he's—he's he's new to the faith. He's new—he's a new Christian. He's full of fire and you know love and and stuff like that. And I get it. I get that. I totally do. But you got to remember, is like Christians are still people. Christians are, they're, they're jackasses, all right, just like Kanye West. I'm a Christian. I swear, I smoke, I drink, you know, I offend people. I'm not perfect, and I don't, I'm not saying that all, all, every Christian should live the way that I live any more than any, that I should say that any, every Christian should live the way that Kanye West lives. But welcome to the faith, Kanye, if you are a Christian. I don't know. That's between you and God. That's what's cool about Christianity. We don't have to talk about this. But we are. And, uh, the, and so eventually somebody, uh, so, Kanye's going to do something. There's going to be something. And people are going to be saying, you know, I thought you're a Christian. Why are you, why are you doing that? And that's a big part of like Christianity. It's like once people know that you're a Christian, uh, they, they would love, especially if they're... Uh, anti-theist you know and there's a lot of people out there like they just don't believe in god they say they're spiritual but not religious and stuff like that it's like y'all need jesus so but there's a ton of people who will uh uh, say it's like well i'm going to hold you to the christian standards even though i don't hold myself to the christian standards and (laughs) and that's going to happen to kanye sooner sooner or later and that's that's unfortunate you know and then people are going to say We'll look at them and say, well, that's not a real Christian or that's not uh, Christ-like behavior. And it's, it's a, just a weird way to judge people. And I just think that it's like the best part, 
the 100% best part about being a Christian is knowing that it's not my job to judge anybody. And I'm not here trying to judge Kanye West. If, he, if he's a Christian, super. Welcome to the family. Super. But you know what? He's a jackass. I'm a Christian. I'm a jackass. And if God can forgive me, I'm sure God can forgive Kanye West. I'm sure God, God can forgive Justin Bieber for whatever evil Justin Bieber does. Egging houses or something? I don't know. Didn't he get arrested for that? Egging someone's house? And cocaine? But if Kanye is, is a Christian, I'm real happy for him. Um, I'm glad that he has uh, the courage to, to put it out there, more so than me. You know, this is like uh, like a 10, 15-minute segment that I've done talking about Christianity. It's the longest I've ever talked about my faith. It's just, it's not funny unless you're talking, I mean, Christianity can be funny, but it's, I like funny things. And the only, the only thing I can think of in the Bible that's funny is uh, the talking donkey. Guys beating the donkey, and donkey had enough and learned, uh, where, where, where were they speaking back then? Aramaic. <laughs> Started speaking Aramaic, just like that. It's not an easy language. None of them really are. Anyway. So, yeah, I guess Kanye's a Christian. It's a shame Nick wasn't here. I'd really love to get his take upon Kanye West and his Christian thingy. Yeah, who, who am I to judge? Who am I to judge? I was, sitting here, I was just sitting here fat-shaming women. Who am I, a perfect person? No, I'm not. God's okay with that, and I'm okay with God being okay with that. <laughs> anyway, uh... Yeah, do you want to, if you have anything you want to weigh in on, you can always email me at madman at fxbgpr.com. Um, and maybe I'll put you in the mailbag. Usually I just, my, my inbox is just has like, a, uh, there's this podcast thing I subscribe to. It's like a newsletter. And then there's, uh, I, I think, recently I got a password change uh, email because um, I had to log in on a different thing and I locked out the password. And it's, that was cool. I got, a, I got a new email. So you can email me at madmanfxbgpr.com, and uh, maybe you'll end up on the show. Uh, you can also go over to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. There you can get access to all, all the video content um, that we have available when the software is working. And um, I, I usually just put clips up on YouTube, but because the software has been a problem lately, I've been putting a whole, whole episodes when I can get them up on YouTube. So search for the Mad Men Lowercase on YouTube or just search FXPG Public Radio or Shock Monkey Radio on YouTube. It's, you're bound to find my videos and my channel. Um, yeah, but if you go over to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio, uh, you can find, uh, you can become a patron, get access to all the video. You become an advertiser and we will advertise your product, good or service. Uh, I know there's a lot of local people uh, who listen to this podcast. You know, uh, we're, we're based here out of Fredericksburg, Virginia, and there's like people... Uh, there's tons of people who live uh, in and around this area that listen to these shows, and we really thank you for, um, uh, excuse me, uh, thank you for supporting our station and subscribing, liking, sharing, and uh, we really appreciate it. But I know if you're nearby, and I know there's some business owners that listen to this, it's like, it's real cheap. It's like $60 a month right now, and it may go up in the future. You know, we're growing, and it's like, what, well, we got like uh, 3,500 3, 3, subscribers, Jamie? 
This isn't Joe Rogan experience. Damn. I've been watching a lot of that. Well, listening to it mostly. I listen to it and play like World of Warcraft or something. Play WoW? I play WoW. Anyway, um, yeah. So um, also on, the, on our webpage, fxpgpublicradio.com slash SMR for Shock Monkey Radio. If you go to the Shock Monkey Radio section, there's a couple links on there. There's links to the Teespring where you can get like T-shirts like this. We don't have any cool tie-dyed ones. You're going to have to do that yourself. I don't even know how to do that. Um, so, But there are T-shirts and other, other uh, things like uh, cell phone cases and stuff like that. <laughs> Lots of weird stuff. Lots of weird stuff. So go check it out. Uh, also, you can go buy my books. Look on, look on Amazon.com. Search for Scott L. Robbins with two T's and two B's. I got the Three Exit 13 books, um, The Ravings of a Madman, and The Bunny Years, a memoir. Be sure to, they're available for digital download on Amazon.com. All right, let me recharge my beer. My sinful, sinful beer. Yeah, I'm Baptist. All righty. Now we can get into the news worth knowing. Remember those old sounds? They were like, uh, that was back in the radio days. Like it was coming over the news wire and you have to listen to it digitally first. It wasn't even digital back then. It was analog. Anyway, news worth knowing. Let's talk about another woman you should avoid while we wait for this to load. Up here. This is taking forever. What's going on? Wi-Fi's up. Okay. Yeah, so a woman gives birth on a nightclub dance floor. Uh, a, woman at, uh, a woman's night on the town ended in a life-changing event when she gave birth on the dance floor. The woman, who was only identified as a 19-year-old, was visiting the O Club in Toulouse, Toulouse, France. Sorry. Sorry, France. I don't know. That. I can't pronounce that. Uh, when she suddenly went into labor, according to CEN. At around 5.30 a.m. on Monday, which is near the club's closing time, a bouncer approached the club's manager after seeing the woman lie down on the floor to, uh, to alert her of emergency, according to the report. There were not many people, and the bouncer came to see me. Uh, Marie Helene, who was, who was identified as the manager, told CEN. He said, it's urgent. Then I saw that she was giving birth. Marie Helene said staff called for an ambulance and list, uh, listened to paramedics on the phone as they coached her through the birth. Ugh, as they were coached through the birth. Ugh, the baby, whose gender was not revealed, was reportedly born in good health and has been offered free entry for life. Oh, my God. Marie Helene said the baby's mother had been at the club with a friend for a change of scene. If you're nine months pregnant, you, do you think maybe she was trying to induce the labor? She was like, I want this thing out of me. Let's go get somewhere that they got crazy base. You think that's what happened? I think that might have been what happened. Like, I don't really, ugh. What a horrible person. Going to the nightclub, staying there till 5.30 in the morning? France is crazy. I know Europe is crazy, and they, they, have, they keep weird hours all over Europe. So I don't, I don't know. They keep weird hours in Europe. And wow, are they racist. Ooh, Europeans are racist. You wouldn't believe it. Unless you've been there. 
Yeah, you, I mean, uh, one trip to Europe, and uh, you'll see it's like how tolerant America is and how great America is. Oh, boy. Yeah, I think this is the only, the only thing that makes sense is the fact that she went to this nightclub to induce the labor. You've heard of women doing this, right, where they try to induce the labor because they're sick of being pregnant, and I get it. Nine months can be a very long time. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> I think that's the only thing that makes sense is that she went with the intention to induce the labor. My friend, she's like, I want to get this baby out of me. I'm so sick of carrying this weight around. She's like, let's go down to the club and listen to that heavy bass will probably knock something loose. <laughs> Is there anything wrong with that? I don't know. I'm not God. I'm not the one who judges. Oh, boy. Oh, I spit on my phone. Laughing. Laughing. Oh, boy. I got a lot of, a lot of time to fill. Well, I can ramble. Let's talk about an old school hottie named Bridget Nielsen. You ever hear of her? You're so young. Um, anyway, how about Madonna? You ever heard of her? I bet you have. Anyway, uh, so Bridget Nielsen claims she once slapped Madonna in 1987. Quote, she was very rude. That's awesome. Bridget Nielsen didn't hold back when Madonna upset her years ago. The Rocky Four star, she, yeah, she was in Rocky Four. What else was she in? Doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, so the Rocky Four star visited the talk on Monday and dished out an encounter uh, with the Queen of Pop that left her less than thrilled. Quote, in 1987, I was in a club downtown. Uh, with Madonna and her, Madonna, and she kept stepping on my feet, Nielsen 56 said. She was very rude. I ended up giving her a slap across the face. The access, the actress alleged. <laughs> Nielsen remembered them being escorted out of the club. Imagine that bouncer coming. But you know what I did last night? You will not believe this. Yeah, Bridget Nielsen smacked Madonna, and I had to escort them out of the club. Get out of town. I swear, man. Crazy world. The revenge didn't stop there, however, according to Nielsen. Oh, here's this quote. The best, the best part is yet to come, Nielsen said before claiming, quote, a couple months later in the south of France, I got back at her for being rude, having a one-night stand with Sean Penn. <laughs> I'm not one who likes celebrity gossip, but this is awesome. This is hilarious. Okay, Penn, 59, and Madonna, 61, were married for over four years in the 80s, according to People magazine. <laughs> uh, the audience erupted into cheers as Nielsen held, up, held two thumbs up and wore a smile. On Friday, Madonna kept concertgoers waiting for two hours uh, beyond her show's scheduled start time, saying a queen is never late. Nielsen slammed the comment, saying Madonna's disrespect for her fans was ridiculous and uncalled for. She is not the queen, Nielsen said. Oh, reps from Madonna and Penn did not immediately respond to Fox News' request for comment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Madonna's not the queen. And that crazy rant when she said she wanted to what, uh, burn, down the, burn down the White House? What'd she say? She said blow up the White House? I've, she thought about blowing up the White House. I mean, shit, I wonder if the uh, Secret Service has come looking for me just for repeating what she said on stage with a microphone in D.C. I'm glad somebody smacked <laughs> Madonna, especially in the 80s. 
when you're that hot, you know, you need to be checked sometimes. And sometimes it takes a, a, another semi, no, she was hot. She was, Bridget Nielsen, another hot chick slapping you in the face with a weird accent. Oh, man. I'm glad somebody smacked. Madonna in the 80s. I just wish I could have been there. Wish we could have caught that on tape. Uh, yeah, so let's go on to this next story. We're burning through them today. We're burning through them. I'm going to have to kill some time here at the end. Yeah, um, yeah, Disney World Princess left shaking and crying after a guest allegedly groped her during a photo op. This is messed up. A Walt Disney World guest was arrested and charged with battery for allegedly groping a princess character while taking a photo, a police report confirms. Brian Sherman, 51, was visiting the park with his wife around with his wife at around 12:10 p.m. on Saturday when the pair went to take photos with the Disney World characters at the grotto area of the Magic Kingdom. During the photo, Sherman and his wife uh, sat on either side of the Disney World employee who was dressed as a Disney princess. But they're not, are they not going to get specific? Before the photo, Sherman repeatedly told the woman that the princess she was portraying is my favorite. A quote, yeah, is my favorite. The type of Disney princess she was costumed as was not shared. Why? I want to know which one. I want to know which one. According to police reports shared with Fox News, Sherman quote, placed his arm around her shoulder, making her immediately uncomfortable. As her co-worker was tending to the line, Sherman allegedly lowered his arm until he was cupping the woman's bra. Other cast members told Sherman to pose in a different way so he'd not be touching the woman. However, before moving, the man placed his hand under the woman's costume and cupped her breast with his right forefinger and thumb. With only the skin-tight fabric between, police said. Jesus, dude. The Disney photo pass photographer took the pictures, which the employees used to identify the man to law enforcement. Dumbass. They knew they were taking pictures. Not, not that if they weren't taking pictures, it's okay to do. But, jeez, Louise, dude. Once Sherman left, the woman began shaking and crying, and the grotto area was closed immediately, according to the report. Jesus, these poor girls. The Disney princess reported the incident, which uh, she said lasted about four seconds. And police officers were called to the scene. Sherman was arrested and charged with battery. According to reports, the woman plans to press charges and would testify in court. Good. In a statement to Fox News, a representative for Disney World said police handled the incident as soon as it was brought to their attention. Quote, Orange County Sheriff's Office was on site and immediately stepped in. And this is now a law enforcement matter. Everyone should feel safe at work and we encourage cast members to come forward in any uncomfortable situation. Who do you think it was? I think it was Jasmine. Could have been Jasmine. I'll tell you what. Um, I understand the impulse, but I would never act on it. But, I mean, I get it. You know, you go to Disney World and you see some hot girl dressed up as Snow White. And you're just like, I would like <laughs> to do X, you know. I mean, I understand, but you'd never act on it. That's stupid. That's ugh, evil. That's evil to cop a feel. I mean, even if it's Taylor Swift standing next to you and you're a shitty radio DJ, you don't do that. What's wrong with you? I don't get it. I, see, that's the thing. It's like, it's one thing to say, it's like, yeah, I would like to grope or I would like to feel up. Grope is the wrong word. I would like to feel up Snow White, a woman dressed as Snow White. Get your girlfriend to dress up as Snow White. Don't go to Disney World to cop a feel. 
There's cameras all over the place. <laughs> You're going to get found out. What a dick. What a dick. Do you think it was Jasmine? Do you think it maybe it was Snow White, Cinderella? And do you think she, no matter who she was dressed up as, he would have said, you're my favorite, and then felt her up? Ugh, God, what a douchebag. Just thinking about doing that. You know, I have an active imagination. Just thinking about doing that makes me feel skeevy, man. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, um, here's something that terrifies the hell out of me. Uh, Facebook and YouTube censor mentions a whistleblower in Trump Ukraine scandal. Let me do that again. Facebook and YouTube censor mentions of whistleblower in Trump Ukraine scandal. Uh, social media companies are moving any mentions of the whistleblower in the Trump Ukraine scandal, according to a report. Though the whip whistleblower's name has been uh, percolating online, everyone knows this guy's name. I don't. I don't remember. I'm not going to repeat it because I don't want to get killed by a Clinton hitman or something. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Because uh, I don't care about his name. I care about his testimony. So, I mean, that, I think that's the issue. It's like, I care about his testimony. Um, yeah, so it's been percolating online, um, and it's including, including in the widely read Drudge Report. Facebook said publishing the name on his platform violated their co coordinating harm policy. Uh, this is what the Washington Post reported. YouTube has also taken similar steps. I know I watched Tim Pool. He did a he did, he did a video naming the whistleblower, and they um, like what deleted that video or whatever like that. Didn't allow him to post it. And then he made a video about how they didn't allow him to post it. And I was just like, yeah, you know, dude, that's straight up censorship. Anyway, um, so on Saturday, Twitter was the only major social network to resist the change, with users still free to publish the name of the alleged whistleblower. See, and they're even. Anyway, tweets from big-name conservative Twitter users like Candace Owens and Donald Trump. Candace Owens. She's cute. She's no, she's cute. She's no uh, Ann Coulter, but Candace Owens. She's a cutie. Um, yeah, Twitter, Twitter users like Candace Owens and Donald Trump Jr. revealing that the, na the name have gone viral in recent days. Uh, per, this is uh, from the Washington Post. Quote, per our private information policy, any tweets that include person... Personally identifiable information about any individual, including the alleged whistleblower, would be in violation of the Twitter rules. So I'm going to be putting this video at some, eh, not, not the whole video. But I will say this, that um, my name is Scott L. Robbins, and I, every time I promote my books, you know my name. That is not me doxing myself, okay? I'm telling you where to find my books, okay? You have, to, you have to look for the author's name. I go by Madman on here. I don't like telling you my real name because I think Scott is a weird name. Scott. Scott L. Robbins. R-O-B-B-I-N-S. It's a weird name. Scott. Lots of heart, harsh, harsh consonants. Consonants. I cannot talk today. Beer will help. Mm. Yeah, so this, this irritates me because, you know, Facebook and YouTube... Are, are censoring it, but other platforms are not. I don't understand what, I mean, it's not like, I don't think that these people are like going to hurt this whistleblower, whatever his name is. I don't care about his name. I care about his testimony and his relationship to Adam Schiff. That being said, um, I don't think that people are saying his name or posting his name in the comments of videos 
and stuff like that because that's what people are doing on YouTube. It's like because they said we're not going to be doing this, people have been loading the comments with the dude's real name. You cannot silence, you know, you can't stop the signal now. That's the way it is, you know. And if you're going to say, you know, we, you can't do this, people are going to do that. People are real pissed about the censorship stuff on the, in tech media, tech and media. Um, and, and they're not going to put up with it for much longer, really. Especially if you could just go to Twitter and get the information anyway. What do you really prove by censoring just one platform in a world where there's multiple social media platforms? I don't understand what these tech companies are doing when they're trying to do that. If you start censoring people on one platform, they're going to go to another. Once YouTube stops, stops paying people, people are going to go to Vimeo. People are going to like post their videos on Vimeo or, or uh, what's the other one? Uh, Twitch. And they're going to do, use Patreon like we do. Free enterprise. This is America, dipshits. <laughs> what? Uh, censorship. Yeah, I don't know why these, these people, they want to bring on like an authoritarian state where like you, you can't, you know, like, like straight up controlling the media. Like China. In control of information. And control of information is controlling the way people think. Fortunately, we in America have been living free for a long, long time. And we know how to educate ourselves. We know how to find the truth ourselves. You're never, never going to turn this country into a socialist one. Because we're too smart. We're too well-armed. Idiots. Anyway, ooh, that was a nice little rant. Killed some minutes. Now let's go on to this next story. So uh, Michigan hunters use a branch saw to free two bucks after antler antlers become locked during a fight. Let's turn that volume down. There we go. Uh, two deer in Michigan have a quick thinking uh, have a quick thinking hunter to hang, to thank for being alive today. Hunter Mark Johnson spotted two rutting eight point bucks in a farm field in Brown Township with their antlers entangled on Wednesday. <laughs> There's a video of these dipshits. Uh, in a video posted uh, to Peggy and Mark Johnson's Facebook page, which has received nearly 15,000 views as of Monday morning, uh, the locked-up bucks have been seen struggling to free themselves. Oh, boy. Did I just lose the video? No, I did. It's just a screensaver. Okay. Uh, after seeing that the deer were unable to break apart, Johnson told WOODTV he called his friend Brad Lyons to come help him free the pair. He can't break apart. So they either die from exhaustion or starvation, or sometimes even coyotes will come in and do it. Ooh, yeah. This is what Johnson said to the outlet. Um, Lyons met up with Johnson and brought uh, neighbor Randy Wilcox. Yeah, this is definitely three-man job. <laughs> and a branch saw, ropes and a branch saw. Okay. Oh, boy. They didn't. The bucks fell into a creek while the group were trying to corral them using ropes, another video shows. Eventually... The group was able to approach the deer long enough to use the saw to cut the antlers apart. The video, which was reportedly recorded by Lion's wife, showed the deer uh, riding themselves in the creek and running off. The rescue came a week before uh, the firearms deer season. Johnson, Lyons, and another acquaintance who showed up to help are all hunters. And in other circumstances, the bucks would have been prized trophies. Well, they're not now. Their antlers are all messed up, right? Well, it, that's just, you know, they... They weren't, it wasn't the season. They couldn't, they couldn't kill them. 
And you know what? There's no sport killing two two bucks that are locked in their locked locked horns. That's where that phrase comes from, by the way, locked horns, because it happens. You know, uh, these these uh, these deer, you know, creatures with antlers uh, during the rut season. These men, these male deer, just like always fighting each other, and sometimes they get entangled. I, sometimes I wish it like that would happen with people when people fight. That that just sometimes you get your you know your arms all twisted up into each other, and next thing you know, you got to work together to figure a way out of it. It's unfortunate for deer because they can't think like we do, or or anything like that. Problem solved the way that we can. But wouldn't it be weird? It's just like all of a sudden you just oh, so I got in a fight with this guy and we got tangled up and. You got to live together for like the rest of your life or something like that. <laughs> like, like all, like say like uh, uh, conjoined twins. Like if you get into a fight, the next thing you know, you're attached to the hip with this guy. <laughs> and you're like, damn it, I shouldn't have started. That would discourage, discourage a lot of fighting, don't you think? I think it would. You're funny, madman. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. All right, we got 10 minutes. Left, I am surprised the video's still working. Hopefully it won't die before the end of it. Uh, so, New York man claims to have found a joint in a Popeye's chicken sandwich. <laughs> One New York man has cried foul. Foul, F-O-W-L. Very clever, Fox News. One New York City man has cried foul after reportedly finding a joint in his Popeye's chicken sandwich last week. On Monday, Jer Jeremy Merdinger took to Twitter to share a photo of, a singe, of the singed blunt that he allegedly found in his sandwich after a few bites. Quote, do all your chicken sandwiches come with a joint in them? Found, found this in my sandwich the other day in NYC. Just wanted to make sure that this doesn't happen to anybody else, anyone else. Merdinger wrote on the, of the unwanted side, which he allegedly found on November 4th. I was shocked at first. These are things that you see on social media a couple times a year, and it, for me... And for it to happen to me, I was shocked and disgusted. Uh, the 23-year-old man said in the New York Post, oh, he's 23. I don't have that millennial reflex to pull out my phone and record everything. Uh, Merdinger claimed he ordered a spicy and regular chicken sandwich from, Manhattan, uh, from a Manhattan location of the Louisiana-inspired chain earlier this month. <sighs> this is horribly written. Earlier this month, and he took the, home, the order home to eat. Uh, digging into the spicy sandwich first, he reported it tasted fine until a doobie fell out of the second, uh, the regular flavored sandwich. A discovery that made him nearly sick to his stomach. Eh. I was taking the last couple bites from the sandwich, and then it fell out and onto my into my lap. It was 100% marijuana. Really? Don't you think there's some paper in there? He said, I saved the evidence. It's in a plastic bag at home. What? Why can't you just take the win, dude? The stunned customer now claims he emailed Popeyes to complain about the incident, but allegedly never received a response. You know, this is only a couple of days ago. Uh, Merdinger asked for backup from his boss at work, Ryan Berger, uh, regarding advice on the next steps. The Post reports. The men supposedly learned the officials for the chicken-centric chain have investigated the incident, and but did not have a response or apology to give per the outlet. The reported lack of re reaction prompted Merdinger to share his story on social media. They were basically saying it happened outside of the restaurant and there's nothing they could do because he took it home. Okay. This is what he uh, quoted as saying. Uh, 
they can at least admit they made a mistake. I would like for them to own up to it. I think it's ridiculous and not professional. It's not ridiculous, but it's certainly not professional. Uh, moving forward, a rep for the restaurant told the Post they are still investigating the man's claims. Quote, we have high standards. <laughs> we have high standards for the quality of our ingredients and the preparation for our food. We take all feedback about our meals seriously and quickly to take, take action to make sure all of our guests have a good experience. <laughs> I'm sorry. Spokespersons for Popeyes and Restaurant Brands International, the fast food chain's parent company, were not immediately available to offer further comment. In related headlines plaguing the fried trick chicken hotspot, a viral video of a Popeyes employee body slamming a woman. Did you see that? That was crazy. Uh, resulted in an arrest on Friday. Uh, a few days before, a woman was also uh, scraped her car in a now viral video while attempting to enter a drive through line at <laughs> Los Angeles Popeyes. Tragically, last week, a Maryland man was fatally stabbed. We covered this. After cutting in the line uh, to get dibs on chickens, the chain's popular chicken sandwich. People are now asking the public for help by identifying the suspect and a woman he was with who they said is a person of interest. Popeye's now infamous chicken sandwich returned to the menus nationwide on November 3rd after quickly selling out when it first hit menus in August. Finding a joint is better than getting stabbed, I think. But uh, I don't know. Why couldn't you just take the win, dude? I mean... Like a leftover joint, like, are you afraid of catching cooties? I guess, yeah, I guess joints are in people's mouths. I don't know, it's just like, cigarettes, I think, are like one of those things that, the, one of the only things on earth, cigarettes, joints, uh, any, any kind of like smoking thing, cigars, smoking materials, it's pretty much the only thing on earth that you will drop on the ground and put right back in your mouth. You know, uh, it's not like sharing a needle. Sharing a joint with somebody is not like sharing a needle. I mean, the worst you can catch is maybe like a cold. Maybe. maybe. What, what's that? Uh, herpes. Maybe. Herpes. Maybe. What time is it? Holy cow. I got six minutes to fill. Six minutes to fill. See, uh, yeah, when Nick's here, it's... Uh, you don't get any long pauses. You don't get any Paul Harvey pauses like you do when it's here by me, me by myself. I, uh, you just sit here and listen to me think. No, oh, I'm bored. Oh, that's boring. Let's not do that. Yeah, so, yeah, we got the Christmas party coming up. I, we, uh, I, I, we are like one week away from all the complete details. We need about one more week. And then we'll have all the details for our Christmas party, December 14th. Uh, we hope it's going to be good for the community. Uh, we hope it's going to be uh, good for us as a station. Uh, as you know, I'm the owner, one of the owners here at FXBG Public Radio. I'm, I'm special. I run this place. And that's why you get a horrible show like this. It's because uh, this is my payment. Uh, I don't pay for this show, uh, but I work here at the station, and my payment is this one-hour week that I uh, try to entertain you with. I hope it has been entertaining. I hope you have enjoyed this. I hope you tell your friends about this show. Tell your friends about FXPG Public Radio because, you know, there's a lot of time in the day, and we have time slots. I mean, our evenings are pretty full when it comes to shows. 
Um, but we do have slots in the early afternoon or in daytime and stuff like that. And you can come down here and make your own podcast. Video stuff is uh, optional and <laughs> depends upon the software. And so uh, uh, we try to do that. We have a lot of shows that put up put stuff up on YouTube, uh, live stream up on YouTube or Facebook, which is a little bit trickier. Don't I hopefully hopefully don't get too many shows like that because. It's kind of a pain in the butt. But anyway, <laughs> I prefer to record my videos and release the entire videos uh, for my patrons only. And then, like, you know, edit some clips and stuff like that. But apparently not every podcast works as hard as I do on their podcast. <clears throat> it kind of stinks because in our, in our, uh, in our behind-the-scenes group where everyone who's part of the station, you know, is, uh, has access to it, we post, like, our outlines for shows and stuff like that. And, like, m- my post for the Shock Monkey Radio show are really quite in-depth and so forth but here i am you know still trying to fill another three minutes here at the end of the show even though i write extensively for this show and so uh yeah but i mean a lot of people i don't know i I guess they're just not as organized as as, uh i am or as uh i don't know i guess i'm kind of dependent upon copy to read i was always really good at reading uh copy more than like talking in a stream of consciousness kind of way. I prefer, I, I always found that I was more clever and stuff when I sit down and write, have a chance to edit. But spoken word, man, you can't edit it after it's been said, man. You can't edit it after it's been said. And people will say, like, yeah, I, I'm sorry, man, I take it back. It's like, mm, you can't take anything back that's said. So, uh, just bear that in mind. You can't take back anything that's said. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm, you know, I'm a sinner. I'm not, a, I'm not the best person in the world. But I know I'm not the worst. I'm just a madman. I'm just a madman. And, uh, yeah. Go over to YouTube. Search for Shock Monkey Radio or The Madman Lowercase. That's the name of the chat channel. The Madman in Lowercase. That's three words. T-H-E, Madman, M-A-D-M-A-N. No space in there. It means insanity, not anger. And lowercase, the word lowercase. Search for that on YouTube. Like, share, and subscribe. And share the videos with your friends. I'm sure there's some funny ones back there. I also got a playlist up there now. It's public uh, called In Memory of the Hill Hippie. And I have, like, uh, sorted all all the videos that he, he was in uh, for a show. I feel bad because so many of the clips are... <laughs> like focused on me stuff I was saying because I'm an arrogant narcissistic bastard who only cares about himself but I do have a bunch of videos available on there has the hill hippies all the videos he's in yeah so this has been shock monkey radio I'm the madman and I love you